Why, hello, everybody. Welcome back to some sort of episode, because I'm not 100% sure what episode we're on. But I already know what ti- I already know the title of this podcast. Why do I know the title of the podcast? Because I've been thinking about it for a good long while, and gosh darn it if I don't already know what the podcast title is going to be. So welcome to Skyrim 5 and the Cheese Wheel of Madness. Why is it called that? Because we're going to jump right into the um, right into the real reason why I'm talking about Skyrim right away at the very beginning. I decided that I was going to get Elder, Elder Scrolls Skyrim, uh, Elder, the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Special Edition. And I know the game was made five years ago. Oh, God. When did Skyrim V come out? Got so many, so many cheats that I have <laughs> for the game. Nope, not VR. No, just Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls, uh, Elder Skyrim 5. Uh, let's see here. November 11th of 2011 is when it first came out. And I will say that I I was very hesitant. Uh, remastered. Skyrim 5 remastered. Skyrim, uh, oh, the special edition came out in October 28th of 2016. So the remaster is a little bit more newer. But I've... I was, uh, it was QuakeCon. QuakeCon was going on, and QuakeCon was like, hey, we're having a giant Bethesda sale. I was like, all right, let's see what you got. And I was thinking about getting, I was thinking about getting Fallout 4 again for the PC, because I liked it, but I've got it for the Xbox One, and it was a nice game, but it was like 15 bucks is what it was. It was just $15. I was like, all right, I can, I can maybe spend, spend $15. No, yeah, sure. I, I, I can do that. No big deal. So I buy it, download it, and I like wait like two or three days to actually play the game. I don't know why I waited so long to play it, but I decided that I was going to wait to play it, and I started playing it, and holy cow. Like, I totally realized why people love the game Skyrim. It's, 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 it's D&D. It's like a D&D-esque game taking place in the, the, the lands of Skyrim. It's pretty baller. It's pretty awesome. So I'm running through it. I I picked. I was a wood. I think I picked a wood elf female. Um, I, if I'm gonna have to stare at a, if I if I have to look third person to stare at somebody, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a female character. It's just more aesthetically pleasing to look at. Yes, that's very misogynistic or sexist or whatever you want to call it. But I just I don't you know I I don't like I like women to be the heroines. I, I you know. I, I don't always like how it's always a, a male badass running through it. Like, every once in a while, I just want to see some chick, you know, 360 no-scope off the top of her roof, you know, while she's falling to her death and then gets saved by a bungee cord that she, you know, strategically, you know, hooked up to herself in, in some of those badass movies. Like, why can't Jane, why can't it be Jane Bond instead of James Bond? I don't know. Do a gender bend. I've seen a lot of gender bend cosplays that are awesome. Oh, one of my friends did a gender bend uh, star, Star-Lord. Which was phenomenal, you know. There's a there's a gender bend of uh, one of the very infamous cosplayers, Jessica Negri. She did a, a famous cosplay of the oh god, what uh, Edward something. Uh, he was the Assassin's Creed Black Flag. He, Edward, he was the the main. He was pirate turned assassin for whatever. It was awesome. She did a, a very good cosplay of him, gender bend. Um, but like, it, it's awesome. Like I love. Like there was a lot of positivities about Skyrim. There was two drawbacks though. 
drawback number one is the lack of saving throughout the game. Like, I, I remember I had read a while back that you could, uh, th there was like a, a goal that you don't save in Skyrim. Like, you play through, uh, or no, was it, uh, no, it was Dark Souls, sorry. It was Dark Souls, where you try to beat the game without saving. Or dying, is, is what it was. But I was playing Elder Scrolls, and I'm running through it, and I'm kind of, you know, I'm like, I'm fighting some people, I'm doing pretty damn good. And I, I have to go visit these people called the Greybeards. All right, the Greybeards are all right. I, I can do that. So I run up these uh, the seven thousand steps or whatever to to meet the Greybeards, and it becomes this impasse, like in three hundred, where it's like this is where we hold them, you know, because there's there's really only one way in and out, and the rocks are too high. And I see this ice troll on the top of there. I'm like, that's I I, was, I didn't know it was an ice troll until I shot it in the face, but I shot it in the face, and it only did like a quarter of a damage, and I'm like, I just shot this thing in the dome i should do at least half damage to something like how high of a fucking level is it and so i ended up dying like two or three times and each time i died i had to make the 20 minute trek back up to where i had met him and so i finally got pissed off and i said forget it i'm modding the game so i ended up modding the game and cheating a little bit and then it was uh, and then i found out in a lot of the mods that i play a lot of the mods that i play I like to make it more realistic. Like, if I get hit two or three times with an axe, I'm dead. You know, if I hit you in the dome, I do, like, three-quarters damage or something like that. Or even half damage, depending upon your level. Because you hit somebody in the dome, they should almost immediately die because it's a dome shot. Um, so I started modding. I modded the game, and they're like, hey, achievements will be turned off. And I, I put about six or seven hours into the game where I was, I had, I had played it modified, and I was, I was doing a lot better because it was more realistic. And uh, like one of the, one of the realisms that they, they added into it, is I could take a cart from, where was it? Uh, I could take a, I forget the names of the towns already because I'm not looking at it. But one of the, the very first town that you meet, to where you become the Dragonborn, you can take a cart from there to the other side of the map, for like, twenty five gold or whatever. And, you know, and I'm like 25 gold, like, it, but like I'm buying a, I'm buying for, so for the price of a sword, so I could give this guy a sword and be like, Hey, this is worth 25 gold. Take me across the map. And one of the, one of the people was like, yeah, no, that's not how it works. It would, so it costs like a lot more gold for somebody to fast travel you on their cart, which is how I honestly travel. I haven't, I tried riding the horse and the horse wasn't my deal. Any, any who's what's it's. And so, like, it made it more realistic, and that's what I like about the game. And so what I, uh, what I actually ended up doing was I got a little upset at Spaghetti, and I was like, I kind of want to earn my achievements. I kind of want to earn these achievements. So I restarted the game back before I started modding and cheating, and I've been playing through. I am now at level 8, I want to say, and I'm doing a little bit better because I, I think I had the game turned at, like, expert, but now I turned it down to adept adept or novice or whatever whatever the easiest level is and i'm not afraid to say it you know i'm not afraid to say that i'm playing on the easiest level i was able to hold my own and i was able to kill the ice troll by myself on normal difficulty but it, it like i just i don't think a game within i i think i met the ice troll within like the first two hours of the game i don't think that there should be somebody that powerful on one of the very first main quests that you do like, to me, the main quest is, I just can't, I can't fathom 
why you would have something that powerful that fast up front. It, it just it baffles my mind how how hard they would make the game. And I mean, I don't mind having a hard game. I don't mind playing a game where it's 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 a difficult game. But if you're gonna make it a difficult game, you know, let me get some amazing loot. And and then another thing that another thing that I had like the, the I. It, Oh yeah, there we go. Here, here's here's my notes for podcast thirty one, and another thing that I, I I decided to do was, um, like I, I when I was fighting when I was fighting the troll, like I would, I'd hit him with dome shots and I'd see the arrow sticking out of his head. I'm like, why is he not dying faster? And that that kind of upset me, which is why I started running and cheating. But I just, why would you have something so freaking difficult right away? On like. You gotta give me a, like, and I've heard how bad Dark Souls is, and that's the one reason why I'm not playing Dark Souls because I, I don't want to, you know, fight an enemy boss that's got seven bars of health and I've got a quarter of a bar of health, and it's like, welcome to your first boss, best of luck, and you do like an eighth of damage every time you hit somebody, and you've got the best sword, like, okay, that's not freaking ridiculous. And then, um, enchanted items. Oh my god. Oh my god. Enchanted items. I... So, I, I found this bow of... It was called the Bow of Cowardice. Where, like, enemies up to level, like, 7 flee. I wish I could see what level people were when I was attacking them. It just... It'll be like, Ice Giant. Or, you know, a Woolly Mammoth. Or, you know, Tree Ent or something like that. And it's like, okay, what level are they? How do I know what level... Do the, do the levels progress up with me? Like, if I'm level 7, are they level 7? How does this leveling... How does the leveling work? And I don't really fully understand it. But, like, I... I were ran... I, like, I was getting low on a charge. I was getting low on a charge. And I Google... Like, I... Because I Google a lot of stuff. I was like, how do I recharge this? Like, oh, you can either go to... You can progress along in the story... To have so-and-so give you, you know, to, to recharge you for, like, one gold to recharge or something like that. I was like, okay, that's that's quite fair. One gold is not too bad, but I don't know how much that one gold actually gets you. Or what you can do is you could use a soul gem to recharge it, but it has to be trapped with a soul. I was like, okay, okay, well, how do I get a soul gem trapped with a soul? They're like, well, you could either buy it or you can trap a soul in a soul gem. How do I trap a soul in a soul gem? Oh, well, you gotta unlock the shout that disrupts their soul, and then you gotta kill them within a certain time frame. Okay, that's okay, and it just it, it baffled like like the amount of the amount of things that go into Skyrim. I love the R I love the RPG games. I love them to death, but the in depth nature of the R of of Skyrim at home like like it is. I, I I get home from work and I eat at like nine thirty like nine nine thirty some nights, and then just like I'm engrossed until like midnight one a.m. just trying to fig like just trying to figure out this game like all the lore behind it which is nice. I'm not like too interested in the lore. I'm a little bit more interested in in quite a, in in just the storyline and building my character and making him better and upgrading things and, and becoming better at certain things. And I, I like the progression that they have. I think the progression is nice, and now I see why people have put like five, six hundred hours into this game. It it seems like a game that you could just play forever, and, and you know restart as a as a human, or you could play a mage, or like I'm playing a ranger right now. I'm really working on my uh, I'm really working on my spell casting, and I'm really working on my archery. 
So I'm, I'm trying to be like a like a like I'm I'm a wood elf. So I'm a you know I'm a forest ranger, and that's what I'm playing as. That's how I'm playing through the game. And oh my god, just like you got to use your magic to get better at it. And so, you know the like I have I have a magic spell that's like flamethrower, but it only does like five damage a second or something like that. So I'm having to like dual cast where you know I'll hit him with the flamethrower for a couple seconds. I'll come in close and I'll swipe him with my orc axe that I bought, and. Oh my! Like it's so awesome. And then enchanting too is ridiculous. Like to learn the chant, you have to break something down. So if I have like, like one of the one of the cool shirts that I had was a ma- they call it Magica, which is weird. I don't know why they just call it magic. But I mean, it. I like what I like when they take something that is known and, and give it its own name. Like it's not magic; it's Magica. M a j i c k a instead of M a g i c a. So it or M A J M A J I K A Magica instead of magic M A G I C. So like they, they they make it their own, which is which is really nice. Uh, but like to Brit like one of my favorite shirts was like Magica regenerates at fifty percent, and you know regenerates fifty percent faster. I was like hell yeah, but it's just a tunic, and the tunic doesn't offer any damage. So what you can do is you could break the tunic down. Learn the enchantment for Magicka, you know, regenerates faster, and then chant, say, like a ring with it, or a, a piece of clothing that you have, or, or something else that you have. Well, here's the frickin' problem. I, I don't think I can, I don't know how to enchant gear yet, and I haven't done enough research to understand that, but when I broke down the, the Magicka regenerates at 50%, it only, it's only at 8% for me now. So I don't think I'm a high enough level of enchanting, and I don't think I'm a high enough level to create, you know, armor, uh, you know, with a, with a specific enchantment. But then I need more soul gems, and there's only so many gems around with souls in them that I can gather. Because I, 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 you can only earn so much money, and it's like, oh, my god, like, this game is in-depth. In Like, it, it is it is a straight D&D game, you know? It's like, oh, well, you've got to do an acrobatic blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, well, what, it just... Ah, oh, it's it's so in depth. It's like I see why people put like five, six hundred hours in this game. So I mean, not only have I restarted before, but it's just oh, it's so fun, and I love I love how the arrow arcs. Like when I fire an arrow, it's not just a you know straight shot. Like I have to compensate. Like I was uh, I was sneaking around in a cave, and I had to kill one of the the lead raider bosses. And instead of like I aimed right at his head. But with the way that, you know, you crouch and you shoot, the arrow arches up a little bit. So, like, I'm, I'm literally aiming at the base of this dude's neck to hit him in the, the middle of the dome, you know, to get a clean headshot to take out, like, half or a quarter, you know, three quarters of his life, which is really awesome because I'm, I'm really ranking up my archery. I think my archery is at level 37, my speech is at a 30, and then I was able to smith to about 23. So I'm just, I'm just starting out. Because I, I use my bow and arrow a lot, and I get a lot of dome shots, and I've, I've really learned to sneak around quite a bit. But it, like, I, I'm really, you know, hitting these dome shots, but, like, you're really learning how to arch. Uh, like, I was aiming a good, like, maybe 30, 50 meters, and, you know, I was aiming at, like, the top of this girl's dome, and I knew it would arch up and, and come down, and it would hit her. Just I just, I can't believe the, the in-depth nature of, of Elder Scrolls from a 2011 game, like they heart, like they took D and D, add combined it with reality and just came out with a game. It was it was amazing. I love the game. I love the way the game works. I love the play style of it. Um, 
The shouts are cool. The, you know, I can hit one, two, or three. The hot button issues. Like, I slow, like, I learned Q is uh, is where I can switch between favorites, where I can hotkey everything, it, which is funny because I was watching the South Park episode way, way, way back, and it's like, okay, Kyle, don't forget to have your, you know, uh, shout of vengeance hot hotkeyed to your bar, and he's like, oh, I already got it. I was like, oh, that's what hotkeying is. And, and so I, I like I like the way the game plays and feels, and I really I really enjoy how the game takes one of my favorite actual games and turns it into something spectacular and special. Like I like Dungeons and Dragons. I like how they've basically brought it to life in this game. It, it, oh God. I had a mission, though, where this lady's like, I need a woolly mammoth tusk. I was like, all right, I'll go get you a woolly mammoth's tusk. No big deal. And so I run around to these hot springs where I see a bunch of dead woolly mammoths. I was like, oh, I'll just steal some dead woolly mammoths. Nope, I got attacked by a dragon, and I slayed the dragon, because I'm a dragonborn, apparently. But, like, I'm trying to, like, steal these tusks, and I find out, oh, I have to go kill a real woolly mammoth. Well, here's the problem. There's three woolly mammoths in the woolly mammoth area just kind of hanging out and about. And you have to kill one of them. And I felt so bad for having to kill one of the three woolly mammoths that was left in her round. I was like, oh my god. I, like, I felt so bad about it. I just, I couldn't, I, I don't know why I felt absolutely horrible about killing a woolly mammoth. Like, it's a fake, well, it's a fake game. Woolly mammoths aren't even around. But, like, I know that they're extinct. So the, the fact that I have to kill one to steal its tusks when I can't just steal a tusk from a dead one that's been rotting in a, a, a hot springs for the last 30, 40 years... Maybe she had to kill one, and it, it was a proof thing. I don't know. I don't know. It, it kind of upset me a little bit that I had to do that. But I met Groot. I, I met a, a... I think they're called Tree Ents or something else like that. I met a Fire Groot in the game. That was fun. And then... Uh, so this was while I was modding things. I, I came across these little trolls that, that fight alongside you, or they don't... So, I think I accidentally hit one of the trolls with my flamethrower, uh, my th my flamethrower thingy, and so I think I accidentally hit him with a flamethrower. They watched me just take down a dragon. They watched me just slay a dragon, which is apparently the hardest thing to kill in this in this game. And like, yeah, we're gonna try to mess this dude up. It's like I I just took down a dragon. You you really want to fight me? And so I you know I swiped him a couple times with my orc axe and I you know took him out. But I thought that was really dude like really. These troll babies, or what you know, Fulgon Trent, or whatever they are, see me like if I saw a dude, if I was in Middle Earth, and some dude just just slays this dragon, my first thought isn't gonna be, I should go try to fuck him up. That would be awesome. No, my first thought is, here, sir, thank you for saving my village. Here's an extra fifteen twenty gold for your time. Oh, by the way, this is what I make in like six months. We appreciate it. I don't know. It, it's. Uh, I like it. Just it, it baffles it baffles my mind that you know these trolls would watch you slay a dragon and just be like, yeah, it's a good idea to attack them. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've been playing a lot of Elder Scrolls, which is why this video is late. I woke up uh, Saturday, said I was going to do the podcast before I went to work. I ended up not doing the podcast before I went to work like I normally do, and I ended up just going to work. We ended up having a little bit longer of a day than we anticipated. Which means I came home, immediately ate a bunch of food, and decided that I wanted to play some more Skyrim, and that's what I did. So now here I am recording it on a Sunday afternoon, which I totally shouldn't, because you guys deserve better. And I do thoroughly apologize about that. 
Another game I've actually been playing a lot, which is a mobile game, believe it or not, Words with Friends 2. Uh, I've got a, a, a very a very nice friend of mine who loves playing Words with Friends. It's very nice and challenging. It, it's fun, though. Like it, it, it stimulates you so intellectually. It's it's awesome. I, I love... I love the the thrill of trying to outscore your opponent while while trying to come up with the best words or trying to find the best words with friends too is cool but I, I just had some some quick little fun facts about words with friends too that I that I ended up finding and, and this was uh, this was as of I think uh, Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday because uh, obviously we, we've played a lot more like my best score on words with friends is 462 points I average about 291 score points a game. The number of distance of tiles I've played. You know, each little tile from words. I guess that was one of the fun facts that they tiled up. But I had about 4,200 4, feet worth of tiles that I've played. And um, I have played 461 unique words. You know, I've played 461 individual words, which is, which is kind of cool. I got to play Po' Boy, uh, which is one of my more favorite sandwiches that I've ever had. A po' boy sandwich. Those are I love po' boy sandwiches. They're they're dope. Uh, if I can make mine a vegetarian, that would be even better. Yeah. So you know, the, like the, there's just these cool little facts about the game that you can that you can throw around and and say, oh yeah, this is you know this is this or this is that. Played a little bit of golf it the other day with some random person. Oh yes. Uh, the, uh random. Speaking of random people, I was playing uh what was it? Insurgency Sandstorm the other day, or actually last night. I was playing around on Insurgency Sandstorm, and I uh, met this in, this very interesting individual online. She uh, she actually communicated. She uh, when I, when I talk about an interesting individual online, I what, what I talk about when I when I mean an interesting individual when I'm playing a game like Insurgency Sandstorm, is that I'd like to play with people who shoot, move, and communicate, where I can communicate with you. We can relay commands and stuff like that. Uh, she was running around, she would shoot, move, and communicate, uh, you know, I'd be like, oh, on your left, or the door, 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 and, you know, she would, she would shoot, and then, you know, or she would spring from her wall, uh, from the window that she was at, she would go to the wall, you know, to the door, and we were able to actually shoot, move, and communicate, and, and we did, we didn't do so hot, because uh, the team that we had with uh, each other was garbage, so I sent her a friend request, she said, yeah, and hopefully I'll be able to play some more uh, Insurgency Sandstorm with her uh, w- when she's on. Because I, I like playing with people that, number one, talk. Like, the biggest draw to me when I play a video game is talking to people. Playing a video game with randos online is, is fun. It, it is. It can be fun, especially when you're, you know, when you work as a team and nobody says shit. Which is interesting enough, which is interesting in and of itself. But when you're able to shoot, move, and communicate with somebody, or at least have a dialogue or talk about people, it's really nice to be able to form a friendship of sorts you know where even if all you're doing is talking about shooting you know talking about where the enemies are or, you know what you know what's set, what's set up would probably be best it is really nice to be able to find that person that you can play with to where you know they uh like with brandon and i when brandon and i run uh and we play like capture the flag on call of duty i will instinctively slide in lay down he'll come in like he'll be facing this he'll will be both running in from the same direction but he will instinctively turn around and cover my six where I'll cover his six. You know, so we have both alleyways covered. And if we're getting shot at, I'll be like, contact, I'm dead, you know, or something like that. And it, it's just really dope to be able to have that person that you can, sh- that you can communicate effectively with. And it just makes the game more fun. It, it really does make the game more fun and interesting. 
and I hope to have many more fun, uh, you know, many more fun games that I can win on Insurgency because I'm only level 41 and I would love to get a much higher level, much, much higher level on Insurgency with that person. So it was, it was fun to play Insurgency with a, with actually a couple people that, that joined on and we, we had a lot of fun. It, it was just it, kicking indoors, fucking shooting and moving and communicating, teaching people. You know, there's a new person that joined our match too, and we had a lot of fun with that person. We we just you know taught them how to use the guns and we taught them taught them how to basically play the game and introduced them to the the game. And I think they ranked up to like level four or five or something like that throughout the, the little series because we won a couple. But it it's it's fun it's fun to teach people new things, uh, which I didn't actually get to do the teaching of. Uh, speaking of teaching uh, people things, I didn't get to teach that buddy of mine how to use the uh, the video editing software, uh, which was kind of disappointing because we had talked about it all week long that we would do that. So that never came to fruition, which kind of upset me. But that is all in video game, computer, and all that other fun news because that's all I have on that stuff. I. I've just been playing the one game I had shit I don't even think I've downloaded the Call of Duty update I'm not even sure that I have I've been playing a lot of been playing a lot of uh, Elder Scrolls one thing that I would I, I wish like when Fallout 76 was announced and there was multiplayer I was really hoping and this 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 is my thought process I want them to take a game like Elder Scrolls or Fallout 4 and make it co-op you know I would just like to, you know, have, like, make it a Borderlands thing where it could be you and three of your friends play. And what you, you know, what you would do is you, they spawn into your world, you know, and, and that's it. You know, you, you play in, like, dedicated servers, like in Borderlands. You know, you and a couple of your friends are on the servers. You, you know, you loot, you share loot, you share this, you share that. It would be really nice to have something like that, you know, where basically they take the Borderlands multiplayer concept and turn it into uh, an Elder Scrolls or a Fallout game. That's kind of what I was hoping that they would do when they announced Fallout 76. That's not at all what they ended up doing, and Fallout 76 was, in my personal opinion, an absolute clusterfuck disaster of a game. I did not like the concept. I did not like the way... I, it just... Everything about the game was... Everything about the game was disappointing. It was, it was, it was very, very disappointing. They, they basically deviated from... The, they basically took the Fallout 4... They, they took the character customization Fallout 4, they applied it to uh, a massive uh, MMORPG, I think maybe you would say that, but they took out all the NPCs, the, everybody was, everything was a computer, like the only people that you ran into were real people, and I, this is when I, this is of course, this was my first introduction to the game when it first came out, when I first tried it out, and I, I ended up selling it because I didn't like it, but there are no NPCs, it, 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 it was very, like, if you went into a portion, like, I don't like how if you go into a portion of the map, like, hey, this portion is high enemies, you should watch out. I like, I like Fallout 4, where, like, the enemies would be a little bit tougher if you went into a, a specific area, but that's because, you know, like, ooh, this is the rad zone where people are, you know, this has been irradiated for God knows how long. You know, this is run the epicenter of where the nuke hit. You know, obviously you're going to run into more irradiated crazy things and you're going to fight a little bit tougher people and it's going to be a little bit harder of an area. But if you're level 6, you know, if you're a level 10, say, and, you know, you're fighting, you know, people who range from level 5 to levels, you know, 11 or 12 for some bosses, 
that's how it should be. You know, bosses should be a level or two higher than you. And you should always, you should always end up having, you know, the people that you're fighting around you that are normal should be around the same level as you are just because it keeps the game at a base level. Like I like Borderlands, you know, if I'm level 50, a lot of the characters that I'm fighting are level 49, 50 or 51. And a lot of the bosses that I fight are like 51 or 52. And, you know, maybe, maybe incorporate Borderlands 3 where loot is different for everybody or loot is all exactly the same and you have to share, you know, it's a, because uh, I remember there was the cooperation or the coopetition, where cooperation is everybody gets their own loot, no big deal. Coopetition is where if a loot, you know, if an M16 drops, you know, the first person to pick up the M16 gets it. That's kind of what I was hoping that they would do, like with Fallout 76 or maybe Elder Scrolls 6, where you actually have the ability to co-op with a best friend. Or even if, like, you have a bard or a sidekick or somebody who follows you, you know, that's how you bring them into the game. They control the uh, the NPC that travels with you, and you can give them new equipment. They can do everything that, your you know, your character does. They just play as the NPC, and, you know, you have to use the equipment that they give you. I just, I think, I mean, there's nothing wrong with single-player games like Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Five, or or I should say Skyrim 5 or Fallout 4 or Fallout, you know, 3 or, you know, Las, New Las Vegas. There's nothing wrong with those games. There's absolutely nothing wrong with the, the, the big multi, you know, the big single player maps, you know, where it's just you in a giant world. But it would be cool to be able to invite your buddy along and just go on these missions and enjoy it like in, like how it was in Borderlands. Like I remember in Borderlands, I'd have a couple of friends that, you know, I would replay missions with even though that, you know, I'd already beaten them or we would play through the storyline together and, you know, you know, an NPC would start talking to you and everyone would shut up. You just sit back and listen and, and you know, listen to what they had to say. And, you know, you'd, you'd, oh, my God, are you serious? We get a ball. Oh, my God, loot. Do you see what we can earn if we like, just all these cool things? that I think that you can share, which would be nice because it is fun listening to crime documentaries as I run around Skyrim just slaughtering, you know, crazy people or slaughtering tree ants or taking down, you know, dragons. But every once in a while, it'd be kind of nice to run around with a buddy and be like, oh my God, can you believe we slayed, you know, the Elder Bone Dragon? Like, how baller is that? You know, just, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there, there are some... There are some great things to the game that I think they could approve. The game overall, I like. I'm right there with it. It is a nine and a half out of ten, if not a you know nine point seven out of ten. But the only thing that would make it better is adding that multiplayer aspect and maybe toning down the difficulty of what they consider normal to be. So that that would be about it. Well, uh, that is truly it for gaming news because that's all the gaming rants that I have. Um. What's happening in Bambi's life right now, or Jared's life, or whatever you want to call me? Not much. Just been working at the Chai's factory, running around, doing a lot of that stuff. I'm learning some new things, which is nice. I've noticed that I don't view it as cheese at work. Like, it, it comes out in these big 40-pound blocks of cheese. But I don't view it as cheese. I view it as just a... Like, I view it like a Minecraft block. That's what it is to me. It's just a Minecraft block. It, it's, it, you know, it, it's not cheese, it's not a food, it's not this, it's not that. I'm just like, this is, it's a block of yellow and white. Or, you know, it's just a block of yellow that I have to deal with because I'm at work. I don't view it as cheese. I don't view it as a food and, until I actually have to view it as a food for about 30 seconds and it's no longer a food. So, I, I've been running around working a lot. Uh, I, I tried to do the six days on, one day off thing. I did that for about two weeks, and I realized why they give me a, a, they give you an extra day off, which is nice. 
I would admit I would love the 40 hours to make the bank, which is why I originally took the job. But I will say uh, I've, I've been uh, waking up every morning taking about four to 600 milligrams of, uh, of Advil uh, because I hurt. Um, I'm, I'm thinking that I, in the next couple of weeks I'm going to feel a little bit better. And I'm going to actually, you know, start getting used to it. I've, I've noticed that the 40 pound blocks of cheese aren't as, as heavy as they were before. It's, I'm a, you know, I can, I can move it around and, and, and really do it. Uh, you know, it's, it's not that, it's not that hardcore. It, it's not as bad as I thought it, it was initially at the beginning. So it's, it's working out really nice. Oh, I got hit by a freight train. Uh, I don't know what happened with me. I had like a massive allergy attack or I got like a bad cold or some shit like that. I was at work and I just, I was not feeling good at all. Like I felt like I'd been hit by a freaking freight train. So I asked my boss if I could go home early for the day and he let, he cut me loose. And then the next day I woke up, I had body aches. I felt like I was absolutely horrible. So I called my boss and was like, Hey, I can't come into work today. I, you know, like I, I feel like absolute trash. And he's like, Oh no, that's probably good. You know, if, if it persists till tomorrow, you know, just go ahead and maybe get checked out by a doctor. I called the VA I uh, had a phone consultation with the VA and they're like, yeah, you probably have some viral infection or something like that. Cause you know, nobody's, nobody's doing anything. They're, they're not having in-person consultations or they're doing everything by the phone now. And, uh, I was going to go get a COVID test if I didn't feel like absolute trash or garbage. You know, I was, I was going to go get a COVID test to see if I had the, the coronas, the, the Rona to see if I did. But then, you know, the third day I woke up and I was feeling much better. I just, I, I've, I might've just had like a, a virus or a bug or something like that, that came through. Cause I know that with the coronavirus, there's, there's a lot of symptoms that happen and it's not just a one or two day thing. It's, you know, it's a, it's a very, it, it, it like it, it goes and either everybody that I work with is either asymptomatic, you know, everybody that I work with is asymptomatic if it is the coronavirus or I just, I, I was sick with something. And I think I was just honestly sick with something because nobody else got what I had and it, it hasn't spread around and it's been like two weeks anyways. So I, I thought I had it, but I, I totally didn't. Um, but yeah, I, I got my ass handed to me. It was, it was bad. I, I got really sick and I, I felt really tired. Uh, it was, it was so bad. I, it was like I had the wind knocked out of me. It was ridiculous. It just, it felt so lethargic and I was so like, I was like I was, uh, cause cheese will spill on the floor and you know, we'll rake it up with these, uh, squeegees and stuff like that. And I just, I could like just even doing that menial mundane task, it fatigued the ever living hell out of me. And I just felt like I was going to die. Oh, uh, speaking of dying. Um, so we get this, uh, so I come home, I come home from work early the day cause I'm feeling really, really nasty. And I get a notice, a boil water notice. I'm like, okay, so we need to boil our water. All right. That's understandable. Uh, you know, there was disrupt they, they said that there was a, a maintenance that needed to be done on one of the, you know, main pipelines or whatever. And with the disruption there be, you know, there comes the possibility that it could be contaminated with, you know, this, that, or the third. And I was like, all right, dope. I'll just, you know, I'll go out to eat for, you know, a couple of days. I can splurge. I, you know, I'll, I won't splurge on the weekend. Like I normally do. I'll just go out and splurge, uh, you know, during the day, like I normally would. So what ends up happening is like a couple days pass and I keep trying to get in contact with my landlord. I'm like, Hey, you know, is the boil water notice over? Is the boil water notice over? And like, I call her, I'm like, Hey, you know, this is Jared, uh, you know, calling you from trailer such and such. I was wondering, is there, you know, is the boil water in effect still going on? 
you know, what's happening with the boil is, is, is all this stuff going on, you know, like what, what in the devil is happening? Because like, we've heard no more, you know, usually you would, you know, cause I, I Googled it and they're like, yeah, boil water notices usually last, you know, for like two or three days at the very, very most. Well, she never calls me back. She never answers. She's never like my landlady was hard enough to get in contact with before the coronavirus. After the coronavirus, there's just no, like it is, it is so hard to get in contact with her. So what I ended up, I left her a voicemail. She never calls me back. She, which is ridiculous that she didn't even call me back after I leave her a voicemail, even after a couple days. So I came home to like, and, and I was talking with a friend of mine and I was like, Hey, you know, this boil water notice, like how, they usually last like, you know, a couple days. And she's like, yeah, they usually last a couple days. I was like, do you think it'd be safe to shower and wash my hands and do all that other stuff? And there's, you know, she was telling me, well, if you're going to eat or ingest something, you're going to want to boil water. I was like, well, you maybe kind of ingest stuff when you drink the water while you're in the shower, you know, it hits your lips or whatever. And you, you ingest it. Cause if anybody knows me, I'm a bit of a freak when it comes, like I'm, I'm a germaphobe. It's ridiculous. So she's like, you're probably fine. You're okay. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm probably fine. It's been like a week. So I come home Friday, this Friday, I come home and they're like, hey, so a lot of people have been asking about the boil water notice. I was like, oh, so I call you and you don't respond to a week. And then you put up flyers everywhere instead of just returning my voicemail that it's still in effect. The boil water notice is still in effect. So instead of doing the maintenance on the 6th that they were supposed to do it on, they ended up doing it on like the 10th or the 11th and it's still technically in, fe- in effect because the testing hasn't come back positive and so it's like fuck so i shower wash my hands and i almost made fucking dinner with everything with it without the i was like oh my god i was like really i almost jacked it up like i've been making sandwiches and stuff like that i was like you gotta be freaking kidding me that I, oh my god like i like you 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 don't answer my calls. You're not available to talk to. And you respond to it a week later with a flyer on my door. Like, lady, there's some shit wrong with you. And, of course, it's the weekend, too, that they put out the flyer on Friday. So they won't tell us until Monday or Tuesday that it's all clear. And then she'll probably put out a flyer five days later. So good job. Good job, landlady. You're, you're, you're not making things better for me. Oh, I had an adventure today. So I like to spoil myself on the weekends because Sunday is my one day off. I like to spoil myself. And usually one of the things that I spoil myself with is Noodles and Company, which is one of the, the food chains that I absolutely love in the town that I live in. I, yeah, Blue. They love noodles. The, the Burbos love, love noodles every once in a while. So I roll up in. Uh, I roll up into Noodles and Company. And um, so I've, I'll call, like, I've, I've called them before. I've ordered in person. I've done all this, I've done all this crap in person like i have so i like uh i like my noodles extra saucy like i just like everything to be extra extra saucy because to me they don't put enough sauce in it like like you know when i when i make when i make mac and cheese at home i like to throw a little bit of butter in there coat everything and i like to coat all of my noodles in the sauce so i i use quite a bit of sauce yes i I'm, i'm a big fan of the sauce so when i say i want it extra saucy Make it fucking extra saucy. I want extra sauce in there. I ordered it. It costs an extra dollar, and you're not giving it to me. It's really, really upsetting. So I decided, forget it. I'm going to start ordering through the app because I think with the app, it goes directly to them, and they, you know, like they it put, you know, it's like, hey, this is Jared's order. So I, I've ordered from the app a couple times, and with the app, they actually do it. Like if I'm like, hey, put extra sauce in there, do this, do that, it seems like they actually 
go through with putting everything in there, which is absolutely ridiculous that I have to order through an app. So I order through the app, and I roll inside. Uh, I, I don't see that my order's ready, and I'm sitting in the corner. And one of the guys notices me. He's like, hey, uh, you have a to-go order. I was like, yeah, it's under Jared. He's like, all right, well, I'll double-check for it. I was like, all right, sweet. Thanks, boss. And this uh, really 80s heavy metal dude walks in with his son. No mask on. No mask. It's like, okay, the, the governor's orders in Wisconsin are that everybody's got to wear a mask inside. And literally the cashier's like, um, do you have a mask? And he's like, yeah, I don't have a mask and I don't care about it. And she goes, okay, well, what, uh, what do you want to have then? I was like, really? You're not going to like make him go out and get his mask? He's got a mask because he came back in and got a mask to wait. I was like, really? You're not? You're going to? Okay. And, and like I saw it in Walmart earlier too. Like the day that it became mandatory, I saw, no, I was, I'm sorry. Stop it, fellas. I was at Fleet Farm. I was at Fleet Farm, not Walmart. I was at Fleet Farm. And I saw, uh, I think it was a, a group of three or four people walking around who didn't have masks on. And they passed by like four or five employees. I'm like, you guys aren't going to say anything. You know, but then again, um, I didn't say anything because I'd seen the people flip out and like lose their minds about, you know, ha- having been having been told that they have to wear a mask. So it's like, OK, um, so I guess we're just going to say that it's in effect, but nobody has to actually pay attention. Nobody actually has to do anything because nobody wants to, you know, get into it. Like like a, a state had to make it a state had to make it a felony that if you if uh, if an essential employee tells you to put on a mask. And you fight them, it's a, considered a felonious assault. Like they will charge you with a felony for if a if a, if somebody at a store is like, "Hey, you got to put a mask," and then you fight that person, you, you you get a felony. Like really, we've had to resort to that. Like we really have to resort to make it. Wow, like that's ridiculous. So like some people just get away with it. But anyways, I'm sitting there and I'm just chilling out. I'm chillaxing, and the guy comes out. He's like, "Hey, I." I don't know why we don't have your order. He's like, somebody must have jacked your order. I was like, oh, well, I guess somebody got a free meal then. And he's like, yeah, that's so weird. I, I don't know if it was ever, like, it wasn't made. Because, like, it said that it would be ready by, by like, 1231. And I rolled in at, like, 1230. So I rolled in a little bit early. And I don't I don't know what happened. But it was it was kind of dope. Because it's like, oh, we'll remake it. I was like, all right. And then they got my order correct, actually, today, which was dope. Um, and... And, and then I got some Arizona iced tea after work and I came home and drank a coffee and woke up and, and did the Serial Killers and Chill podcast. I had a Kia Soul parked so close that I wouldn't have been able to actually open my door to slide my hand or my arm inside of my door without scratching their vehicle. I had to climb in my passenger seat to get to my driver's seat to pull out. I so I grabbed a piece of paper out of my car. I said, "If you know, I was like, you park like absolute garbage. I could, I had to crawl inside my passenger seat. You were a garbage human being, and I hope that you, you know, I hope that you learn how to drive properly next time." And there was like a three or four foot gap between the car to the left because I was to the right of them, and then it was me on the right hand side, the Kia Soul parked like right next to me, and then like a four like a three or four foot gap between the suburban that was parked next to the Kia Soul. So they knew like what they were doing. They just were dicks about it. They were absolute dicks. And and it was funny because the dude, the 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 eighties punk rock dad that came in without a mask was 
basically was confronted. And then these two girls, these two college age, oh my god, they were basically college. I I don't know how to describe them without being like hardcore sexist, horrible, and just profiling the shit out of somebody. But uh, they were very college aged women that. Uh, yeah, like I don't like I don't know how to I don't know how to describe them without sounding absolutely horrible. But one of them came in, they came in and then the dude from the back was like, "Hey, you got to wear masks, ladies." I guess they were friends. And she's like, "Oh," and then she busts out her mask. But it's like, "So you enforce it with the girls that you know, but you won't confront the dude that doesn't have a mask that told you he actively doesn't care. I would just refuse him service." He's got a mask. It's in his car cuz I saw him walk out to his car, pull, came he walked out to his car, came back in. But the weird thing was, like, he pulled his nose out of his mask. Like, dude, if you're going to wear a mask, don't post your snaz out. Like, the whole, like, I get you have rights. I get you feel like a mask is infringing upon your right. I get you have the right to feel the way you feel, and I'm not going to change the way you feel. And the way that you feel and the way that you act in society tells me a lot about you. It tells me that you are a very selfish individual, you do not care, you may not believe in this, and you're a dumbass. That is my personal opinion on the matter. And if you cannot wear a mask because scientists have come out and said that we need to wear masks to help with this because there's an amazing, and you should probably look at a little chart, it's like some dude trying to pee on your leg. If you're wearing pants, he's not really peeing on your leg. But if you both wear pants, he's just peeing in his pants. And you kind of just laugh at the asshole. And you don't get any pee on you. Like, that. Like that. that's what it's like wearing a mask. It, you know, there might be some pee that f- comes out and dribbles on you because he's peeing so forcefully. And you get a little bit of dribble on your pants, but it's, you, it's not on your leg and you don't feel disgusting. But, like, it, you just wear your mask for society. When, when a scientist tells me to do something, I'm going to listen to a scientist. Like, like Dr. Fauci, like he treated people with Ebola while they were in the U.S. Dope. I'm gonna, I'm, he's a viral, viral, virologist, virologist, I think is the word. I'm gonna listen to you. You know what you're talking about. Like you're on this, the White House, Obama picked you. Like I I would have hope that a president of, of, of any stature besides Donald Trump would pick somebody semi-literate in in epidemics and stuff like that. Like, I just, I find it absolutely ridiculous that, you know, the top lead scientist is not going to be somebody with credentials. But then again, I've seen how Trump picks his people and, oh, you're my best friend. Let's have you do this. It's like, no, probably don't do that. Like, don't pick your best friend. Pick the dude who's got the credentials. Pick a, any scientist. Pick a, like, I don't care if he graduated last out of his class. He graduated. He's a scientist. He at least kind of understands some of the shit. And he might pull in his best friend, Tim, who's a, you know, head scientist at Yale and be like, hey, bro, what do you, what do you know about this? So I don't know. It just, it upsets me a little bit that he, it upsets me that the lead scientist of the U.S. is like, hey, people, we should probably do this. And nobody, and like a, a fourth of the population is just like, yeah, we don't care. I don't like I okay all right you I mean you do you I, I can't I, I've, I've learned from a very early on stage that I I can't change your mind no matter how much no matter how many facts I throw at you no matter how many curveballs I throw at you I've I've dealt with enough I've dealt with enough stupidity 
that I I've dealt with enough stupidity that I just I know that you you can't curb it. There was, okay when I worked in student loans, there was a dude that I told I was like, hey, you can have your loan forgiven. All you have to do is email this. I don't want to give out my email. What do you mean you don't want to give out your email? You're on Facebook. You have to have an email to sign up on Facebook. Create a fake email. Just create a fake email. They can ping it off of this. Dude, Facebook is stealing your information. I, I get, I'll, I'll be talking about how I need a, a new computer desk. Two days later on, on, on Wish, when Wish pops up on my Facebook, it's like, here's a computer desk for $5.99. That's as big and as wide as the benches that you want. I was like, I was talking through a Facebook Messenger with one of my buddies about what I needed, and it pops up in my suggestions later on. I was like, oh, okay, and you were telling me Brig Brothers not listening when you send an email? I was like, you're okay. And so what, what would have taken him, I kid you not, four days. He could have had his loan discharged in four days. Took him five months to get discharged because he wanted to do things a specific way. And my boss had to tell me to, he's like, no, you can do this and we'll allow you to do it on his behalf because he's an idiot. So if you would have just done the work in four days, you could have your, you could have had a quite substantial loan discharged. But it took you six months and you made somebody else do it because you didn't want to create a fake email to send to somebody because you think government's going to track you with it. Even though you're on Facebook and your location is enabled. Okay. So, you know, I like the, the stupidity of people is out there and I understand that you cannot change you cannot change people's thoughts. No matter how many facts you throw out there or no matter what you do, some people's minds just cannot be changed. And that's perfectly okay. You you be you. It's just I'm going to I'm going to curtail how I interact with you. And I have no problem interacting with people a, a specific way, but I, I just I, I just wish that a, a lot more people had had the ability to care about the greater good. You know, what's uh, a friend of mine keeps saying what's good what's good for the goose is good for the gander or something something like that. That's not what it you know that's not what it should be it, it, unless I'm interpreting that correctly. You should, you should, you know, like order food through Instacart or, you know, go shopping once or twice a week. You know, if you really absolutely have to, you know, like do what I do, like go shopping at Triggs at like five in the morning or not five in the morning, like two or three in the morning, because that's the best time to go. Like, I, like, again, it was like with Walmart, like why, why is Walmart not open 25? Walmart is extending their hours till 10 o'clock today, or they've extended their Walmart. They're, they're open till 10 PM. It's like, finally, I can go to Walmart after work. But I wish they were open 24 hours because if they were open longer, I could go at like 2 a.m. like I want to and do all my grocery shopping because I like Walmart better and their prices are a lot cheaper. But like I, I just I, I like what a lot of people have said. They're like, oh, they're doing this for, to better society and, you know, to make things better. It's like, no, be open 24 hours. Don't be open specific hours because if you're open 24 hours a day, more people people will spread out. Like I've, I went to a Walmart the other day. And like Wednesday, a, when, a random Wednesday afternoon at noon, because then I need to grab some stuff at work. I need to grab some stuff for work. I need like baby powder and I needed actual socks uh, because I was, I was starting to get blisters on my feet. It was packed, like jam packed. I was like, all right, maybe I'll go a different day. And I went Thursday at around noon, jam packed. I was like, all right, maybe I'll go on Friday. You know, I'll go to Friday. I'll go Friday. 
Friday at like 10 o'clock in the morning when I first woke up, jam-packed. I was like, there's no way that I'm getting out of not having to be jam-packed into Walmart. You know, like I, I, I spread it out. I've gone to Walmart at different hours of the days when I was off, and it's just packed full of people. I, I loved it when Walmart was 24 hours a day when I worked at the old call center. When I right before this, I, I would I would be able to get off at like nine. I'd be able to get off at like ten o'clock, and I'd come. I'd I'd go into Walmart at like ten ten thirty, and it'd be dead, absolutely dead. Now I'm lucky if I can stay six feet away from people at Walmart. So I'd go to Triggs late at night, and I spend you know triple. I I almost spend double. My grocery bill is almost doubled because I Triggs is the only thing. Triggs is the only store that's open twenty four hours a day. And it's the only store that I can go to that's 24 hours a day to where I can at least stay six feet away from people. I mean, I'll go to Walmart when I absolutely have to to get some of the necessities because I need to save a little bit of money. But I'm almost spending like my, my grocery bills is almost double because of how much I actually have to, you know, how I have to go about buying things now be, because I kind of want to stay six feet away from people. And I am quite worried about the coronavirus because I have what's called athletic induced asthma thanks to a burn pit in Afghanistan. And so breathing might be a little difficult for me. And either that or I've underdeveloped lungs, which the doctor really didn't know which one wit, which one was which, but like, okay, that might suck for me. I don't, I don't need that, but all right. You know, and then this, the, it, it just, it all goes back to the, the people, you know, people being stupid. Oh, well, that's where we're going to end today. We're, we're going to end on a little rant that I went off on because I'm thirsty. I need to drink more of this clear American cher- cherry vanilla Flavored sparkling water beverage with other natural flavors. Zero sugar, calories, caffeine, or sodium per serving. Even though I think there's actually two. No, there. Yeah. No. It do, okay, it doesn't say. Yeah, there's two grams of carbs and there's 10 calories. Well, yeah, it says zero calories. Although, if you look on the back of it, the full 33-ounce bottle has 10 calories per container. But 10 calories for a sparkling water is. Oh, hi, Poppy. Hi, Hop Diddles. What are you doing up there, sweetheart? Hoppy rarely ever comes out for me anymore. She's kind of been a hermit, uh, but it's adorable to see her out and about. She's actually hanging out with Dad. Oh, no, there she goes because I noticed her. All right, you uh, you beautiful people. I'm going to let you guys get going here. I appreciate the listens for everybody that's listened to it. And uh, I will see your beautiful faces later. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Eat uh, Eat well, eat healthy, eat happy, and just enjoy being you. I love you guys. Later.